You're listening to the Fayetteville 411 podcast produced by the City of Fayetteville, where you'll get information about our city government and the programs and services we provide. You'll get topics of interest and an inside look into the various departments that help keep our city moving. I'm Sherry Crop, And I'm Gab McRoberts, and I want to thank you for joining us for this episode of the Fayetteville 411. Our guests today are Jessica Howell from the Fayetteville Cumberland Parks and Recreation Department and Trinity Viteri from Sustainable Sandhills. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, y'all. Hey! <laughs> you know, that'll probably be the hardest question we'll ask you all day. <laughs> so we're, we're here to talk about Fable Beautiful, the, the yearly, well, actually twice a year now, uh, cleanup efforts to, to help beautify our city, pick up trash and debris. But there's also a lot of ongoing efforts that go on that people may not realize. So we invited you two to come on to kind of share some of that information and talk about some of these different programs and how our citizens and residents can get involved and help keep our uh, community clean and beautiful and the community we want to live in. So let's start with Fable Beautiful. I, I always knew it as like the annual cleanup, usually before the Dogwood Festival to kind of pick up and all that trash. Tell me a little bit about what Fable Beautiful is today. So Fable Beautiful is pretty much a, um, it, like you said, it started out as an annual cleanup. Um, we now do it twice a year, um, once in the spring, once in the fall. Um, and we just kind of, you know, promote it so we can get citizens and people to come out and help us get, um, you know, the litter picked up and try to get under control and keep Fable Beautiful. I know that's always a challenge. So when you go driving around the community, you always see like cigarette butts and people throw their their you know trash bags out you know after they go eat lunch somewhere instead of just taking it to someplace. So tell me a little bit about what people can do if they want to participate in Fable Beautiful. So if people want to participate, they can actually, um, whenever we open the portals and we kind of keep the website updated, so you should always just keep a check. Um, but whenever the portal updates, you would just volunteer as individuals, organizations, however you choose to be able to participate for that um, event, whether it's the fall or the spring. And it's individuals and groups and church groups. Yes. And, uh, and I know you recently had one um, just a few weeks ago. What were the results of that uh, cleanup initiative? So um, the results were we had 72 bags of litter that we were able to pick up, and then it was 1.7 tons. And that makes a huge difference. It does. That's mm-hmm. a lot of trash. Absolutely. And, and I understand when people go to the website to sign up, they, they target very specific. They're going to sign it for a specific area they're going to pick up as well. There's like an interactive map there. It they, is. It is. They can adopt a street. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, I, and that's a big part because it gets people invested in their community you know that that's my community that's my neighborhood or that's a street that we picked up um and and so why did why was it expanded to twice a year now um we just noticed that the litter is like at a really high um, point right now we're really you know it's an issue to make a long story short so we just felt like it would be very beneficial to um expand that and not just do it once but you know give it another um opportunity to do it twice a year Right, and our litter uh, crews do a great job. They're out there all the time picking up litter. Um, But it's just, it takes everyone. It takes everyone. They can't do it all. Um, But the key point, I guess, is to just try to encourage people to reduce the litter. And um, Sustainable Sandhills, I know we partner with them mm-hmm. uh, with the Fayetteville Beautiful event and uh, some of the other cleanup initiatives that we do uh, around town. So Trinity, talk about that. Um, so we do the Fayetteville Beautiful, but in between, just to continue the um, 
you know, the community engagement. We do the Five for Friday cleanups where we encourage individuals to go out every Friday um, and pick up five pieces of litter. It doesn't matter where. There's no registration. You just kind of do it out of the goodness of your heart, and that's an initiative that we do, um, as well as monthly to bi-monthly um, volunteering events that I run. Um, and we go out into a specific part of the neighborhood. You can register for those on the Sustainable Sandhills website. Um, and we clean up specific areas that need love that the city's not available to get to. And I understand if an organization or individual signs up for the volunteer events, you guys usually typically have uh, equipment there to help that you provide to help people with their cleanup efforts. Tell me a little bit about that. Absolutely. So we always have bags, gloves, uh, trash grabbers, and safety vests on hand. Um, and if anything more is needed for the cleanups, uh, volunteers can always reach out to me and I will figure out a way to get it to them. And how can a person sign up for the volunteer event or learn about what's going on? Yep. Um, all of the volunteer events that Sustainable Sandhills um, puts on are going to be on our volunteering tab on our website. And um, what are some things that residents can do to, to reduce litter? Absolutely. Just on a day-to-day -day basis, some things that residents can do to reduce litter is to make sure that their trash is being secured in a trash can that is available. I'll always encourage recycling if it's available. Um, what we're seeing most in litter right now in Fayetteville is cigarette butts and fast food. Mm -hmm. So I recommend um, having an ashtray in your vehicle rather than throwing cigarette butts out the window. And maybe having like a Walmart bag in your car to collect the trash in your vehicle so that you can move it to your outdoor trash can um, at your residence rather than throwing your trash out the window so that right. it's just secure in your vehicle. And I know a lot of times um, some of this litter, pe people don't intentionally litter um, mm -hmm. most of the time. They might have trash in the back of their trucks or something like that, and the, the bed of the truck is not covered, so it, it blows out and things like that. Um, so I guess a lot of your efforts is in trying to educate the public on those type things. Absolutely. So um, education is one of our main priorities on this, um, as well as exposure, because most of the time when we go out and we bring volunteers to clean up a neighborhood that really needs, you know, that cleanup, uh, you know, just needs the volunteer cleanup, it is lovely to have a clean area, but it also brings to mind that there is litter in a neighborhood and the people who have become blind to the litter in their own neighborhoods to see me taking volunteers out and cleaning their neighborhood. Oh, I should keep my neighborhood clean. <clears throat> and, and, and there's a lot of resources out there too, as well. If you see illegal littering or illegal dumping going on, I know, I believe you can report through the Faith Fix It app if there's an illegal dump site, which is important because I know the city has crews that go out and they will pick up these and these dump sites are ridiculous mm -hmm. i've been out there and they're massive amounts of trash people just take it and drop it off at the end of a vacant lot somewhere on a street and it's out of sight out of mind mm -hmm. and instead of just taking it to the landfill and dropping it off there and it's that is so important that we really address that and that's tons every year that gets picked up by the city and that costs taxpayers money to have to clean this up Mm -hmm. And one way that we're mitigating, um, it's just as a community, we're mitigating the illegal dumping situation that we have is um, the updates that have happened to the Ann Street landfill have made it a lot easier for residents to go ahead and bring the items that would typically get you know, left somewhere in the forest or on the side of the road to the landfill to be handled. It's um, because of the 
you know, the new updates, it's been a lot more streamlined and a lot easier for them to just take it where it belongs. And I know that our, our solid waste division, they they have a really uh, uh, easy program that residents can use if they have bulky items that need to be picked up, like a mattress or a couch. They can just go on to FayFixit at FayFixit.com or download the app or call uh, the OneFay call center. That's uh, 910-433-1FAY. And they can make a request for solid waste to come pick up these items mm-hmm. from the front yard. They just have to put it at the curb on their designated time. And a lot of times, I'm trying to remember, is it uh, free or minimal charge? Do you guys recall? It is free as long as it's, um, you know, household items and things like that. Things like that. I think the cost comes in when it's something like construction, mm-hmm. like if you're doing some construction in your home or something like that. But other than that, from what I know, it is free. Yeah, and, and it's a service that you're already paying for as, as a taxpayer mm-hmm. with the solid waste fees. And I'd always encourage if you have um, couches or appliances that are in still in usable condition to go ahead and try and donate those so that people um, with lower income can start to access those creature comforts as well if you're finished with them and they're still usable. And I know you guys do a lot of education and outreach efforts, and I know our, our department is involved with your team a lot of times on producing videos and educational materials. And one of the things I'm thinking of, like, you know, we did a, a video series, The Recycling Army. And, you know, I learned a lot during that whole process. You know, like, you know, I used to be really bad. I used to throw my, uh, put my recycling, into recycling my pizza boxes. And I know that was a big no-no. Tell me a little bit about why that's so bad. Because recycling is important, but we also got to make sure we're recycling the right things. Absolutely. So when you put something that doesn't belong in the recycling bin, um, it it doesn't belong in the recycling bin in your recycling, it's called contamination. Um, And you want to try and avoid contamination in your recycling bin because if there are enough contaminants in your recyclables, they can no longer be recycled. Um, So if you would like your recycling to go ahead and make a difference, you're going to need to try and make sure that you don't put any contaminants in there. So when in doubt, throw it out. Um, it hurts me a lot as a sustainable, you know, uh, op- as a sustainable project manager to say that. However, um, you want to try and avoid putting things that are non-recyclable in your recycling bin. So, as you mentioned, like pizza boxes, if it has a grease stain lar- larger than the palm of your hand, it cannot be recycled because that grease is a contaminant. So, like moving forward with like the food, um, if there are any recyclables that you have that have food in them, um, it is an extra step, but I encourage you to rinse it out. And if you don't want to rinse it out, please put it in the trash can. <clears throat> and I know all of this information can be found also at FayettevilleNC.gov at our, on our solid waste page. It's got all of the um, items that you can recycle, and it talks about contamination and things like that. And, and I'm sure SustainableSandHills.org uh, probably has that information on their site as well. Absolutely. We have that information on our site, um, and you are always more than welcome to send me an email and ask me any specific questions. I'm kind of a guru in this. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And it's all about um, helping people understand the impacts of litter, um, litter reduction, recycling, how important that is, and taking a greater responsibility for helping to keep our community clean, right? Absolutely. It takes everybody doing their best rather than a few people doing perfectly. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't take much. A little bit here, a little bit there, and just, you know, it, it's a real quick and easy thing to do. Absolutely. Right. Okay, so once again, before we wrap this up, if people want to get involved in any of the cleanup events or, um, you know, just a a day-to-day anti-litter initiatives, what can they do? Where can they go to get information? Um, 
Well, for Fayetteville Beautiful, you can actually go and sign up. It's www.fayettevillebeautiful.com. Um, and for the information... Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, any kind of sustainable initiatives in the Fayetteville, Cumberland County area are going to be found at sustainablesandhills.org, and that is no caps, no spaces. All right. Well, I want to thank you both for coming on and sharing that great information. You're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of The Fable 411. The Fable 411 is one of several podcasts that the city produces for our podcast channel, Radio Fable, as we provide timely and informative updates every week on a variety of topics related to the city of Fable. Be sure to subscribe to Radio Fable on Apple iTunes, the iTunes podcast app, as well as on the Google Play Music Podcast Portal. And Radio Fable is also available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and TuneIn. You can also listen to every podcast that Radio Fable has to offer by downloading the Fay TV streaming app, available now on Roku, Apple TV, Android TV, and Amazon Fire TV. You can view all of our video content by visiting FayTV.net. And to get information about city services, go to our webpage at www.fayettevillenc.gov. Thanks for joining us.